Yo, yeah, it, I couldn't hear you, my man. Oh, okay, yeah, you couldn't. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. I think it, I can't send it to you on Instagram. I need to send it to you through, um, like a message or an email. I think this. Should... Yeah, yeah, it it went out a little bit on mine too, but yeah, I can hear you. Uh, just say a couple things. Yo, test okay. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can hear you, bro. All right. Um, so I'll I'll start again from the top, and we'll go from there. Gotcha. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hoop Jack Podcast Series. I know we've been gone a week, guys, so we're here. We're back. We're here. We're ready to go. And tonight we have a very special guest from For the Love of the Game Podcast Series, Mr. Jalen Branch. Jalen, it's great to have you on the show. Man, thank you for having me back on here. It feels good, you know what I'm saying? It feels good to come back, so I'm glad that you have me on here. It's good for you to be back. I need somebody to talk basketball with. Hey, hey, that's that's what we that's what we eat, sleep, and breathe. You know what I mean? That's what we do. We got to, and we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. So, Warriors clinch last night with a dom- with a dominating win. Um, were you kind of looking at the Warriors this year as early on? You know, you wanted to see what Clay would do, especially with Clay having to you know eventually make his comeback. Did you think they would return to the NBA Finals this year? Was that even a clue to you? Okay, so hindsight, right? With mm-hmm. with them being in the Finals, this is going to seem very cliche or not true, but I'm actually a Warriors fan. So I felt like what they have is a big three, right? And then they have guys who they surround themselves with guys who buy in. You know what I mean? So you talk New England Patriots. You talk um, – San Antonio Spurs, you know what I mean? You just talk guys where they have their nucleus and then everyone else can be a plug-and-play type of guy. So I did, man. I thought they would be back right where they were, especially once they were healthy. Now, of course, the question was Clay. You know, what do you get from Clay? What what would you get from Clay? But I was – once they get back – and then you look at the Western Conference, honestly. Let's factor that in, right? Let's look at the Western Conference. Of course, Phoenix, they posed a big threat, but – they got eliminated to Dallas in the second round. So, I mean, once you looked at the Western Conference and you've seen if this Golden State Warriors team gets healthy, then I think they could run away with it. So, I did. I had Golden State all along. In fact, I had Golden State versus Brooklyn in the finals. That didn't work out. But I did have Golden State. So, I, I, I believed it all along, man. Yeah. I, I had, you know, I wanted to believe, you know, that it would be different. I, I didn't expect Golden State to be in the NBA Finals. I feel like they would have made a great playoff run, but we had and we had teams like we talked. We talked Phoenix would try to make that comeback, and they didn't. We said Memphis would be a big regular season team and on a playoff run team, and we're kind. We were kind of right in the sense of that, but mm-hmm. I think I think too many people forget that. Golden State is still a dynasty within itself. They were a dynasty when they were building up and keep growing. And then, right, like, they had the title before uh, KD. They had the titles with KD. And then now they still can win titles without KD. It's just, you know, like you said, building pieces around that. They did that with Jordan Poole. They did that with Gary Payton the second. Mm-hmm. They did that with guys who can make a difference both offensively and defensively to complement 
the Splash Brothers and Draymond. And Wiggins decided to shine out this year as well. Right. You know, and I think um, a lot of that is fit. You know, a lot of it is, as I mentioned, the Warriors have built that dynasty around those three guys. So once you come in that organization, you've seen guys do interviews, like Nick Young just did an interview where he kind of talked about Golden State basketball. But you see guys leave the organization and then actually talk about what makes it so special. And it's because you have those three. And then everyone else sees what they do and how unselfish they are. And you have no choice but to fall in line. So I think that's why you get an Andrew Wiggins, right? Think about Andrew Wiggins, who's the number one draft pick, has had all this pressure on him. And then he comes to a team where he could be the fourth option. Right. You know, like coming to a team where you could be the fourth option relieves a lot of pressure, right? It relieves a lot of things. And it lets you just play basketball where they're not asking you to score 25 points, where they need you to give them 10 to 15 and then work on the defensive end. You know, like things like that is what I mean by plug and play. You got a guy who's a number one draft pick being your fourth option and anything he gives you is a bonus, which is why when he's played so great during this postseason, that's why it's helped the Warriors just that much because that's not really what you ask him to do. Now, he's capable of doing that. He showed he can do that. So then once you get that from him, you know, they're almost unstoppable. Now, even if you get normal Andrew Wiggins, whatever that may be, quote unquote, normal Andrew Wiggins, but. Even when you get him, you're still in good hands. So I just think what they've done over there, and then like like we mentioned, and like you just said about Memphis, of course the Ja, the ja Morant injury played a part in, in their postseason. Who knows what could have happened. But Golden State, for the longest we thought we were going to have a Golden State versus Phoenix crash course in the Western Conference Finals. Once I seen Phoenix get eliminated, I was kind of like, oh, well, you know, Golden State's making it out the West. I didn't really think it was a question at that point. So. You like what they did. Clay came back, you know, uh, gr- good overall. Of course, you know, you could nitpick if you wanted, but good overall for him coming back, getting his legs under him. He had 32 in that closeout game, just, you know, in game five the, uh, last night. So, hey, man, I, I, sky's the limit for going to state, bro. Absolutely. And kind of with them having – clinch the west we now look towards the east where game six is tonight and actually about five minutes uh time eastern standard time on espn we have miami we have the heat heading to boston to play the celtics game six boston in a game in a series clinching game tonight at home and miami without tyler hero gabe vincent might not play and sam hauser for the celtics out can boston clinch it tonight to make it back to the NBA Finals since I believe 2009, 2010. Yeah. That was yeah, the last that's right. run. Yeah, that's right. Um, Okay, so can they do it? Yes. But I have them doing it in seven. I think if you look at this series, how everything has gone in this series. Uh, Now, Miami's hurt, right? Let's factor that in, right? Tyler, he rolls out. Jimmy missed a, a game to a knee injury, but we kind of seen he wasn't the same. Kyle Lowry has been out. He's now playing, you know, with the hamstring. P.J. Tucker is banged up, which everyone's banged up. It's the postseason. But I think once you factor in that Miami's hurt significantly, right, they're not – and Tyler Hero's a big, a big guy, you know what I mean, like a key part of that team. So I think they're going to win tonight, though, just because of how this series has went. But I will take Boston overall. But as far as tonight – 
hopefully at least, you know, I, I don't know, of course, you know, who who knows how they'll come out. Jalen Brown has been amazing. So if they come out and do what they did in uh what was that game game five, second half of that game, where I think they had four points and then six points in the first half, both of them individually, then they exploded in that second half. So you just never know. But me, I like Miami, backs on the wall, championship DNA with Kyle Lowry, PJ Tucker. Jimmy Butler's going to give it all he got. And I think it'll come down to a, to a pivotal game seven. I think it'll be close. I think Boston is right there. on the Like you said, Boston wants it. But Miami isn't going to back down without a fight. And yeah, no. it's see that Marcus Smart and Robbie Williams are playing tonight. They have been mm. play. So that's why I'm thinking, you know, it's probably going to go Boston's way. Yeah, you think they'll finish it at TD Garden, just finish it at six? TD Garden. And kind yeah. of going through um, through uh, the lines and the betting situation, I I made a big bet tonight. Hopefully it'll cash. I took uh, Tatum and Brown, 80-plus PRA combined. It's going to be close, but I made a big bet on that one, so hopefully that'll close. I mean, honestly, honestly, you're betting on the right side because, I mean, if you look at what they've done the whole postseason, so, I think the big thing is Jalen Brown, man. Jason Tatum is going to be Jason Tatum. You know what I mean? But Jalen Brown was kind of like that question mark in all throughout the playoffs. He just he had a 40-point game this, this series. He's had a couple 30-point games. But throughout the playoffs overall, he's been a huge, like, second option. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, you know what you're going to get from Tatum. But him stepping up and being consistent, this series, he's turned the ball over a little bit. But, I mean, you know. You, you could kind of take the good with the bad, right? So he's turned the ball over a little bit more. But what he's done offensively, what he's kind of done defensively, he showed up big against Milwaukee. He showed up big tonight. So let me say, if they're going to win tonight, I don't think it's solely on Tatum. I think it's a big game, too, to be able to help close them out. But, hey, honestly, bro, I'm not against your pick. They could easily finish it because, like, Miami's banged up. Um Miami with no Tyler Hero, we've seen how hard it was for them to be able to go get a bucket on the offensive end. Jimmy Butler was terrible. Kyle Lowry had, uh, I think he had no points, right? So, or my, he might have had one point, I think. So, I mean, what are you going to get? Like, like, let me ask you a question. What do you feel about comeback game? Do you see a big game from Kyle Lowry and Bam and Jimmy? Or do you think they'll play good as a collective, but Boston is just, you know, too much? You know, like, I- like. I what saw, would be the difference maker? I saw a post today that America's bet was uh, eight and a half under total points for Kyle Lowry. <laughs> eight and a half under. Not yeah. even nine points. This man's going to – they're not even convinced. Because he has been hey. – he started great, but then it was like, you know, two points there, three points there, zero points there. I think it's I think it's a hit or miss time for them, and Miami had has they had a great run. Like we've talked about them, they've been to the they've been to the conference finals, and nearly finals two of the last three years. Yep, they they got to the finals in the bubble bowl, which they rightfully deserved. Lost to the Lakers, they have a chance now, but Boston's just too strong. You have defensive yeah. player of the year, Marcus Smart. You have a great big and Robin Williams that Roy Williams now that he's back. And with Tatum shooting well now, and you really want Jalen Brown to hit, but it's like some nights he does, some nights he doesn't. Right. I don't see Miami pulling this out. And I 
really can't unless Jimmy Butler can kind of pull it away. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't either. But really quick, let me let me uh, throw this in. I want you to think about this. And I said this about Boston. If Boston wins tonight, right, and makes it to the finals, let's even go a step further. Let's say they win the championship. Let's you know hypothetically, mm-hmm. we have to talk about the being one of possibly the hardest ever, right? So you take on Brooklyn the first round, you handle them in a sweep. But at the end of the day, that's still Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, right? Second round, you play the defending champions in the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, again, no Chris Middleton, right? You could throw a little asterisk there, but that's still the defending champions, right? Giannis, Drew Holiday, and it still took them seven games. Asterisk. You said what? I I find it funny you use, like, the asterisk he wasn't there. I mean – People people want to argue that it it, it is what it is at yeah, the end of the yeah. day. And I mean, I, I, I think the question you might want to ask is, was this the, you know, I think we talked about this with the bubble bowl. Is that an asterisk title run? A lot of these runs that these teams make, you kind of want to make the excuse. Well, you know, he was hurt there. He was hurt there. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Life happens for a reason. Yeah. I mean, it's and not. You know, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. It's not like in football where you can get cheap shots like that. I don't really see a whole lot of cheap shots out there in the NBA, right. except for maybe the Warriors Cavs finals where Draymond kind of had a cheap shot. But like yeah. you know, he has a temper to him that's trademarked, so you kind yeah. of expect it. But you just don't see a whole lot of cheap shots out there where they're intentionally hurting guys. It just happens. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, and, and exactly. And matter of fact, let me throw this out there. Um, that asterisk, that was just for my Milwaukee fans, right? You know, maybe they may feel some kind of way. Everybody who's probably a Milwaukee fan was probably like, oh, if we had Chris Middle, you know, whatever, because the, the series they, still went they were seven. To the finals the year before. Right, right. Kept so About two inches too tall. Yeah, yeah. Exa- so, and, you know, and the truth is, and we know this, you know, watching sports and knowing sports, um, you can put an asterisk next to any title or any win. You know yeah. what I mean? Because there's always tons of reasons. But they they knock off Milwaukee. And then, like I said, if they beat Miami, that's the number one seed in the East. The only team who had more wins than losses every month of the season. You know what I mean? So you knock those off. And then, like I said, hypothetically, for the championship, you knock off the, the Golden State Warriors. Even if they don't win the championship, I think their road to the finals has been one of the hardest that we've seen in recent years. I think so, talent-wise. You know, the guys like Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Drew Holiday, Jimmy, you know, just talent-wise, they've had a road, you know. So I think that's something to look at, too. They have, and I'm not discrediting that at all. And being a Lakers fan, I don't want Boston to win tonight. I really don't, but... (laughs) Uh, you can't yeah. you can't take away the talent that Boston has and has developed. The Lakers right. have bought the last few years talents and are developing players. We've shipped them out. And I'm not saying that's not a smart business decision. I'm just saying, well, down the line, who's going to really – are we ever going to win a title again? I mean, with or at least grow some players. Like, we grew right. – the Lakers grew Kobe to to them. I mean, in in an essence, we had Shaq, but he grew in Orlando. Yeah, and yeah. We've had players like you know Ron uh, Ron Artest, but he kind of grew throughout his career. We had him late, and then we had Pau Gasol. I mean, 
we've had players who've grown with the team, but right now it's it's kind of more of a jumping ship situation. Right. Well, you know, um, I think the Lakers, man, with LeBron James, I think right now they're not interested in growing players. You know what I mean? I think just because LeBron is so towards the end of his career, and I think right now while you have him, you just want to win, win, win. So I think it's hard to – because I think we kind of seen it, right? I think you look at Taylor Horton Tucker. You look at Austin Reeves. If Austin Reeves says they're going to try to groom him and try to grow Austin Reeves, I think they're going to try that with T.A. Um, uh, I mean, I want to throw Malik Monk, but like, as you were saying, Malik Monk also played with the Hornets, you know, so he kind of did a little growing there. He took a leap uh, this season, but, I mean, depending on how long he's with the team, he can grow. But I just want to switch gears on you real quick. Let's say Boston doesn't win the championship. Let's say they don't even make it out this round, right? Um, right. What about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Because what I said is I love them as a duo. But if they continue to not win, I kind of feel like we're looking at, like, a recreation of Dame and CJ, right? Like, two potent players, but for whatever reason – now, they have a way better team overall than the Portland Trailblazers. But I just mean as far as having two high-level players, and then what do you do if you can't win with those two high-level players? So do you see them splitting up when, you know, I mean, with a loss, or do you see them kind of like still believing in these guys and going years and years and years believing in these guys despite if they succeed to the level we think they should? I don't see it the Portland fiasco because like you said Portland is in a tough spot as it is because of the routes that they've always taken to the like to the playoffs the one they they've played against good teams they played against the Rockets when Dwight was there and they beat them they beaten them when it was the Thunder with I think Paul George was there They've had good runs, but then they play teams that are just better. When you play teams right. that yeah. have more talent, I'm looking at these the teams now. Now, I'm not discrediting what Portland was because they were still a dominant team. But you got to look at the West at that time. The West at that time, and I believe that was in the um, late – no, it was in the mid-2010s. Mm-hmm. You had, like, right – I'm. Uh, I'm kind of spitballing here. Uh, going through here. Okay. I like uh, 2000s. So it had been around 2013 on, correct? Yep. 2012 on. So 2013, when you look at that came through, you're looking at Santa, the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Great team, you yep. can't buy that pop, and Duncan and all of them deserve those titles. Right, of course, of course. And then, and the Warriors, yep. Flash Brothers, you know the big three still, and then Kevin Durant coming in, and then Cleveland had a great run, but and then the Lakers, you know, it that time frame from 2013 to 2000, even 19. We'll skip the Lakers bubble title. But from 13 on, you had teams that had so much veteran talent that they couldn't right. beat. 
they were great upcoming players, but the chemistry itself was not there compared to the Spurs, compared to anybody else. It was tough. Yeah. So, so I'm not so saying do you, yep. Celtics couldn't ha- happen. It, it can most certainly do – it can most certainly happen where they split up. If now would be the time to jump ship. I'm thinking, you know, let's give it another year because yep, they, yep. they have a chance tonight to win it. If they do win it and they don't win the finals – there's nothing to feel bad about. You're just going up against the t- the Warriors. Are you know they have championship DNA. They have guys who know what it's like to play in the finals. They know the pressure. It's different in the finals. It's different in the playoffs in general. But these guys have worked hard. Tatum's a star. Yeah. Brown's a star. Smart's yeah. a star. And you're dealing no. with my team who's prone to who's out with injury players. Now. I, I give it I give it a year. Give it to the end of next year. If if you don't see an improvement next year to where it could end up to a championship, then mm-hmm. I'll go with okay, maybe it's time to look into the idea of shopping Brown instead of Tatum because Tatum's yeah the, yeah not Tatum right Tatum, yeah not Tatum. You could shop Brown, but the consequences of shopping Brown is you need to find an equally consistent shooter to match that chemistry that Tatum and Brown do have. I think that's the hardest part with the team is finding chemistry. That's why the Lakers couldn't win. That's why a lot of these teams couldn't win was the lack of chemistry. That's a, that's a very big factor. And, and let me, don't get me wrong. I agree with you too about the end of next season, you know, seeing how that goes and also this season, of course, but yeah. And, I just think uh, I'm a believer of Tatum and Brown. You know, I just kind of felt like I just wanted to throw the question to what if we see another duo, right, who are talented and they can't get over that hump? Just what do you do from there? Because, I mean, Boston could take the similar route as Portland and just kind of go with it until the wheels fall off, you know? Like year after year, they're like, hey, you know, we're one piece away, one piece away. Now, like I said, it's totally different because Boston, they have a better team surrounded by their two superstars. Portland was very superstar heavy and come postseason, that's that's easily be any team in the postseason who is one dimensional or only has like a two trick pony, those teams are the ones who are kind of like first out. We just seen it with Dallas. Luca's an all world talent, right? You play a championship team and Luca still played amazing, but that's what they're gonna do. You're gonna be able to play amazing, but they're gonna like limit everybody else, make it a little tough on you. And, I mean, that's just what happens. But I, I just want to know, just out of curiosity, because, I mean, if they don't win, I kind of feel like, you know, what, what do you do? But, like I said, I'm, I'm a believer. I just thought that that parallel between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Damon CJ is, like, two stars, super good on offense, super talented, can't win. What do you do with them? That's what I was thinking. Right. And then – uh, kind of moving forward with uh, any of your accolades, uh, kind of last time before we hit a commercial break, uh, we have the All-NBA teams out now. Yeah. All-NBA first team was Giannis, Luka, Jokic, uh, Booker, and Tatum. Does that sound yeah. I mean, I like it, man. I think 
I think if you ask me, is there someone I move? It may be book on that team with somebody from the second or even because the second team is Embiid, Morant, Durant, Curry, and DeRozan. Is there anyone so second team that you would replace on first? Um, honestly, I would uh put Ja on first team. I would put Jamar on first team. So. Whatever that means. Now, this is what I'm saying. It's so hard because the first team is accurate. The only guy I could see possibly coming off the first team is Devin Booker. But, you know, he was on the team that uh, led the NBA in, in the record. So, sure. But I'm with Jason Tatum, bro. The, the, the teams should just be the 15 best players. Positionless, 15 best players that season. Because I think throwing the position, you got to, you know, snub certain guys or something. Because, like I said, DeMar DeRozan, for a while, really had the NBA, you know, in a in a chokehold, man. He was right. like, he was having an amazing season at, at one point. He had seven straight 35-plus uh, point games, 50% from the field. Like, that's unheard of. Now, of course, it died off. They, you know, all the momentum the Bulls had died off the second season. But you look at John Moran. He leads Memphis to the second seed. He's most improved player. Um I think he averaged like 27 and six, you know, like, I don't know that that's first team to me. So that's why I think if you do just the top 15 players, you can kind of eliminate quote unquote snubbing certain guys, but I would take Devin Booker out of first team. And one of those guys, John Morant or, or DeMar definitely deserves first team nod. And then all NBA third team was uh, Carl Anthony Towns, LeBron, Chris Paul, Trey Young, and, Siakam, which actually surprised right. me. Right, right. Terrible, terrible. Siakam has to go. Um, anybody for third that's team? You interesting. Got, you got anybody? That's an interesting um, pick. I right with the way that Toronto was, they were not the greatest. You know, I think anybody could have done pretty much. Anybody could have done at that point. But the irony of LeBron being third team kind of shows – what happened this year because in all honesty if they had a better year he'd probably be second team exactly and that's and and that's kind of shows you know the decline like this year was not the best year for him it was not the best year for the lakers the organization and i know people kind of hate well you know it's he's still the goat, you know, him over Jordan and everybody like that. I mean, it, it's your perception on who's the goat. Forever mine will be Kobe because that's yeah, what he was. He he was the goat and he still is. Um but Pascal Siakam at 13. Ooh, you were really grabbing at straws on that pick. That's what I'm saying. And then let me ask you this though. Uh, off the top of your head, anybody you think of to replace him on 13? Uh, just any, any, you know, Brandon Ingram, maybe. What was that? I got to think of a forward. Any forward that could replace him. Who could it be? Because the irony is not a lot of, you don't see a lot of forwards because they're mainly centers and small forwards. Well, I mean, off the top of my head, was Wiggins not not no Wiggins wasn't picked, but you can't really do two, right? Members of you the know, same, in a sense. I uh, kind of like uh, I kind of like Brandon Ingram. I kind of like I I kind of I like I like Brandon Ingram too, and here's why: New Orleans had a great run, 
I think they will be back stronger next year, even without Zion. Jose Alvarado is a menace. He can win yeah. defensive player of the year if he really wants to. And I think he's much more than a pest. I actually think he's a a solid, like, all-around basketball player. I've seen him run pick and roll. You know, he, he can read, he can shoot. So I think he's actually a little more than a defender. His game will grow, but he he could be a very solid, like, backup guard in this league, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For so, sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. When we come back, we have more NBA talk, and including some uh, conference MVP trophies that are a little questionable, in my opinion. But we'll be right back. Stay tuned. And we're back, guys. So the next topic that's on the tab table for today is the conference finals MVP trophies. Uh, no, known for the uh, there's two trophies. They're identical in every way, shape, or form, but the names are different. One's for the West. One's for the East. Uh, the West was the Irvin Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals MVP trophy, and the East it was the Larry Bird Eastern Conference Finals. Finals MVP trophy. Now, I don't know if this is just for publicity or more trophies on the mantle. Is this really necessary? No, you know, it's not. They could now, well, well, what are we talking about? Are we talking about the names or the award? About the trophy itself. The names, okay. the names earn it because they were legends in their time. Right. I don't and they magic and bird it's like when you what would be a what would be a today's matchup that would be even close to that rivalry what um oh my gosh as you far should... as one-on-one i mean there's none as far i'm saying like as far as guys who match up the nba is not like that man we don't have guys who go at each other anymore and guard each it's other it's tough because everyone's guarding everybody you don't really have that one-on-one exactly but, you know the trophies are more of a publicity stunt. Like I, there's no. You want a conference finals MVP? That's fine. Give me the finals MVP trophy, right? Exactly. Or the MVP trophy itself. But I think, and maybe this won't be the case for the Warriors because Steph won the Western Conference. But I think it does help. Like, uh, let's say a guy who plays big in the conference finals, right? It kind of helps him get some hardware if he's not the same guy who gets finals MVP. So I think it's cool for that. But in this case, I feel like if the Warriors were to win, Steph would, I mean, most likely probably get finals MVP. So you have both. But I just feel like it kind of helps, right? Like somebody had a great conference finals, and then let's say they don't have the best finals. So, you know, like, for instance, this would be so good when Andre won finals MVP over Steph, right? Steph right. could have at least won this little award and had something. Instead, Steph, Seth, Seth. Instead, Steph has no hardware for that playoff run, you know, other than the championship. But I'm saying he could have easily been finals MVP because he played good all postseason. Didn't play the best that series, but, you know, he could have won this award and Andre could have got finals MVP. So I think it helps for that. But other than that, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, maybe it's just me. I just don't see the point. And then right. – it's kind of more of, all right, what are we trying to just prove here with this? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I like you said, I think it's definitely pointless, but I I guess if I had to get an NBA, you know, a little a little hint of the doubt, I would say I, I get it. I, a little part of me can understand why it's an award. Oh, part of me. <laughs> so <laughs> a little part of me. Yeah. So current update on um what I probably should have bet tonight was <laughs> the over eight and a half. Kyle Lowry has five points through yeah. Three, three minutes and thirty-five seconds. He has five points. Hey, I mean, hey, You're I, up. I could have, you know, hey, championship DNA. I don't doubt it. Here up twelve to five. Tatum has five and a rebound. Jalen Brown is not taking a shot. Marcus Smarto for one. Kyle Lowry is hitting. Tucker is hitting. Uh, Strauss is live hitting. update. What's the score? Live update. It's uh Miami Heat. The Heat are winning twelve to five with eight twenty-five. Okay. So that's kind of the update uh, so far. And uh, now it's the time of our segment we like to do. I like to kind of quickly go over our sponsor or affiliates real quick. Uh, I want to reach shout out to Boosted Biz for getting our merch line out there. They've done an amazing job. I hope everyone's getting their chance to get some swag. And we're going to continue. We're continuing to grow and build the as much as we can. And we're continuing to keep keep on the keep up, especially with basketball season ending, we have a lot of interesting topics for especially the off season. Can't wait oh, to yeah. see what happens this off season. So make sure you get your swag and keep continuing to support the show. As well as uh you know, Kenichi Bear head Kenichi Bear, uh guys, have you ever wanted a nice quality pair of noise canceling headphones that you kind of just wanna zone out and have your own kind of space. Well, look no further than the Hibernation Fives by Kenichi Bear. They're great for listening to music. And if you're gamers like myself and Jalen, I think you're a gamer too, aren't you? Yep, yep, definitely. Great wireless set of headphones for gaming, little microphone that comes with it that you can just plug in. Easily chargeable, great for anywhere on the road, at home, no matter what. So make sure to grab your pair of Kenichi Bear Hibernation 5 headphones when they get the chance. And far into the show, you know, I know we like to do a mindful minute. Uh, kind of real quick before we get to the mindful minute, I like to kind of celebrate because uh, tomorrow it will have been a full year since we started the show. There uh, you go. And what a year it's been. Uh, I can't thank. As so many people, Jalen, especially you, for coming on the show, a continuing guest. Uh, I know my boy Jake is out there uh, doing his thing. Um, I could have done it without him. You know, he he kind of helped. He kind of saw the vision too, and knew that this show had the potential to keep and has the potential to keep growing. But you know, I could have done it without him. And then every guest that we've had on the show, from as close as you know 10 minutes away from here then also from across the across the water all over the globe we've had so many players come on tell their stories and this show wouldn't be be it without giving them their spotlight and giving them their opportunity to tell their story to enrich the next generation so i want to thank everyone all the hoopers who have come on the show to tell their story to show some love, show some support and continuing to play ball at a high level. You know, it doesn't matter what route you take as long as you love 
playing the game and are still competing and playing that's the best you can, no one can take that away from you. So, and we close out, you know, our we three hopefully continuing to grow. Uh, a lot of goals this year that I want to accomplish for uh, the show. I think my my real goal is um, probably to not only uh, LLC the channel, but uh, th- uh, well, a thousand followers. You think I could, that's possible? What are you at? 361. Oh, yeah. No, for sure, man. One, you, know, you know. With the grind. Three months. I was going to say three months or six months could, could totally change your life. So, of course, that's possible, bro. And then, you know, the opportunities keep growing. So I want to thank everyone for helping show some love for the channel, showing some support, and we're continuing to grow. And then I think my mindful moment is, you know, cherish the people that you have in your life and kind of be close to that. Because when I started this channel, uh, a lot, not a lot of people know this. Uh, the, the, irony, the, the irony of why did you name your channel Hoop Jack Um because everyone thought my name was Jack at um, right. when I started. No, no, I, I didn't. Um, I named it Jack after uh, my late grandfather. His name was Jack Armistead. And uh, he he showed me a love for the game for sports, every sport, football, basketball, tennis, especially that you, you can't just take you can't take that away from somebody who um who taught you that much and showed you the love that it could be. So I think without him, I wouldn't have found this love of sport, especially as basketball, tennis, everything that I have right now. And I named it that way to kind of honor him and, you know, show how much he meant to me. And it's gone from my first episode, not being able to know how to edit to where we are now. And, you know, it's the the ladder is always there to keep climbing. Yeah. So I think people just need to take the time to appreciate the loved ones that you still have, because once they're gone, uh, you can find a way to remember them. But I think they know that you're they're still there with you and they know they're proud of you no matter what uh, you've done with your life. I think yeah. that's really it. Uh, Jalen, what about you? What's your kind of mindful moment heading into Memorial Day weekend? Um, first off, that's dope. You know, great salute to your grandfather, uh, naming the pod after him. You know, because one thing is when people pass or transition, uh, you know, still keep them or keep their name alive. You know what I mean? So I'm going to keep it right along the lines with, uh, right with you, man. I'm actually going through a tough time myself, but I'm like a very uh, cliche kind of guy in a way, right? So it was raining, right? Looking outside, it was raining. And then after the rain, right, the sun came out. So for anybody going through a tough time, you know, just know that there's sunshine after every storm, you know. So maybe it's a storm in your life currently, but just know that you through it, you're going to make it through it. And once it's there and once you made it through, you know what I'm saying, you got to enter the sunshine. The sunshine is going to come. So that will be my mindful moment, man. Keep it right along with you. All right, man, it's good to hear that, you know, we kind of both have, we deal with it in our different ways, but at the end of the day, you know, it, it benefits us from talking about it and talking to somebody who, you know, cares and kind of keeping that legacy alive. 
Um, so that's going to be it guys for another episode, you know, one year, one year down a long journey to go. I want to yes, thank sir. you for taking the time to come on in Jalen. Why, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? All right, man. So on Instagram and TikTok, y'all can find me at for the love of the game underscore. It's the acronym. So it'll be F T L O T G underscore 24. Um, YouTube, just the acronyms, no 24. So just F-T-L-O-T-G for the love of the game, the, the acronyms of that. And that's where y'all can find me. Chris, you know, appreciate it for being on here for the one-year anniversary. Congrats to you, my guy. Keep going. Like you just said, one year down, you got plenty more to go. So it's just the beginning, man. It is just the beginning. and a long way to go. So thank you guys for tuning in. Keep continuing to tune in. We got new episodes every Monday and Friday. And oh, I I totally forgot to uh, mention to Jalen uh to Jalen our new series um every weekend. Make sure to tune in on our Instagram live sessions when we have our Hooper reflections, where we get to bring back old interviewees from the show, old guests from the show who have come on and have been a part of the series from even the very beginning to now, and we kind of recap with them about certain aspects of their life whether we talked about it on the show or they're even updated and we have more conversations to talk about so make sure to keep tuning tune into that every weekend uh for our hooper reflection segment on instagram live and then all the other episodes on spotify apple podcasts anchor as well so make sure to keep tuning in guys show some love show 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 out everything remember don't be a bystander be a hooper and keep falling peace